You're listening to Workplace Perspective, an employment law podcast raising the bar at workplaces everywhere. Workplace Perspective is a regular podcast series for employers and employees focusing on education, training, and the law to help organizations of all sizes develop and maintain successful workplace relationships. The opinions expressed by guests on Workplace Perspective are their own and should not be considered legal advice. And now, here's your host, Teresa McQueen. Thank you, James, and welcome everyone to Workplace Perspective, where we are striving to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Today, we're talking with Kelly Lamb. Kelly is a wellness expert and founder of The Whole Purpose, a company that offers individuals and corporations an innovative approach to physical and emotional well-being. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of wellness programs in the workplace. It's going to be a great show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Workplace Perspective has a new website. Visit us at www.workplaceperspective.com. Check out our new look, including our featured guests and archive sections. Share us with your friends and colleagues to help us continue to raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Welcome back to our listeners and welcome to Workplace Perspective, Kelly Lamb. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very excited to talk about this topic. I really am. But before we get started, so I don't forget, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Uh, my name's Kelly Lamb. I'm the founder of The Whole Purpose. I founded the company about eight years ago, and we specialize in corporate wellness. And we work virtually, in person, and a hybrid of the both uh, nationwide with corporations of all sizes. Well, you are the perfect person to be talking about this topic today, health and wellness in the workplace. Um, I think that we can't stop talking about the pandemic and we're still in the midst of it. But I do think that there are a lot of good and bad things about having endured the ups and downs of a global pandemic. And quite frankly, on the good side of the scale, I really do think there's just been this tremendous opportunity for us as a society to sort of raise awareness and elevate the conversation about wellness, mental well-being, um, and no greater place to do it since uh, the workplace impacts most all of us. So let's get started. So let's be broad. Why don't you tell us health and wellness? Why is it important? Why should we care, especially in a workplace context? Uh, like you said, we spend a lot of time in the workplace, especially as Americans. We sometimes we're in the workplace more than we're at our own home. <laughs> and in order to be healthy and happy in the workplace, we need to focus on our health and wellness. And health and wellness isn't just your physical health; it's your mental well-being. It's what you eat. It's how you think. It's not only what you put in your body, but also how you the words you use and the words you choose to use. It's it's just so it's all circumferencing. And it's important for our, not only us as employees, but our employers to care about the wellness of the people around us. I, this might be, I, I don't want to take you off guard, but when did it become such a thing in the workplace, this trend towards health and wellness? Because it wasn't always that way. No, I have to tell you, I started this company about eight years ago. And I will tell you eight years ago, I was the pink elephant in every single room trying <laughs> to pitch health and wellness because there was no budget for it. 
HR didn't have the budget. My marketing didn't have a budget for health and wellness for employees. I mean, couldn't find it anywhere. So we were just digging and searching. And now it, I would say in the last, I've seen an uptick in the last four or five years, obviously even more now since the pandemic. And since we can do all the classes virtually with so many wonderful things like Zoom and Teams and whatnot, but uh, it is hot so hot that now insurance companies give uh, their their organizations, uh, the companies that they you know obviously work with, uh, wellness dollars. And so and now we're not even just being hired by corporations directly. We're being hired by insurance companies to utilize the wellness doctor dollars that they give to the companies that they work for. I find that amazing. A little self-serving, but I also find it, I think it's a beneficial trend. So oh, I, I mean, I t- totally self-serving for me. <laughs> no, no. Years ago, so please, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not a pink elephant anymore. I'm happy about that. <laughs> I mean, not, not in aspect, but I, you know, I think it sounds to me like, you know, it might've been a trend that, you know, Hey, if your employers are healthier, you're going to have fewer claims. You're going to do all this kind of stuff. But to last this long, that tells me and gives me tremendous hope and good feeling that companies have said, well, it's not totally motivated by that because we actually care. We're seeing improvements in our employees' lives um, and that work balance, and it's making them better people overall. Is that what you're seeing? Oh, absolutely. And this is, isn't a, it's not a trend anymore. I mean, this is, it's solid, it's staying, it's going to be in the workplace and it's only going to get larger. And because they are seeing more, uh, not only more flexibility because especially now we're all working from home. So, or so many of us are working from home. A lot of people have more flexibility, but they need that health and wellness because they're working from different areas. Not everyone has an office. You know, I'm literally working from my countertop right now on a stool. I mean, it's, it's my bar in my kitchen. That's where I work from. And you know, what about ergonomics? Let's think about mental well-being. If I'm sitting here all day long, am I even getting up and taking a, a little walk around the house within the eight hours I sit behind my computer? Not always. Even like sipping a drink of water, just things that you just don't think about because once you get behind the computer, you're just, it's go time. And so to be able to have these different classes that you can tap into, or maybe they're pre-recorded so you can do them at your own leisure and be able to learn anything from how to eat healthy, nutrition, uh, mental well-being, you name it, even to fun team building experiences, all of it. It's really interesting. I go, well, a couple of things that sort of sparked while you were talking. One, I noticed at my company now, uh, I think it's Teams. There's something that I was sent that said, hey, you can set these reminders throughout the day to get up, take a breath, look out the window, whatever it might be, right? To, yes. Which is great because I start, I get in work mode and I, I forget about time. I forget to get up and all of a sudden I'm so stiff, I can't move. Oh, think, yeah. Oh, gosh, I got to get up and walk around. Um, and the trend part, I remember almost 20 years ago, before I went to law school, I was helping out a friend. So I was waiting to start law school. And I was helping out a friend who was doing HR. And she worked for a company that's no longer around anymore. It's a manufacturing company. And I had gone to help her do something. And we had to walk through the manufacturing floor to get to her office. And all of a sudden, this announcement comes on. And it's just something like, 
time for your Tai Chi. <laughs> And this music came, everybody stepped away from the equipment and because the aisles were real wide, stepped into the aisles and started doing Tai Chi. Oh, that's awesome. What is going on? (laughs) Oh, they were way ahead of their time. That's cool. Yeah, it was the freak. To me, that was just freaky. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, they buy into this. She's just like, people love it. Oh, it makes such a difference. It it makes such a difference. We do a lot of exercise classes and we'll do them at that lunchtime hour and they're 30 minutes and it's, and we're we're doing it virtually now. And we have so many attendees and they literally just step away from their desk and they pull their mat out, roll it on the floor and they're doing yoga, Pilates, hit, whatever it be. And they're right at it and they have their water bottle. They finish the class, sit right back down, hop right on the computer. It's awesome. I love it. I mean, I know this remote work for a lot of people is, you know, stress. It can be stressful, but I, and I'm just the eternal optimist, but there's so many cool things about it. I agree. Just, you know, that really increase productivity. And I think that people who are still driving that attendance at, at an office is a measure of productivity train are just holding everybody back. I agree. I really, I have, I've been working from home since I started my own business. So when the pandemic hit, it wasn't that hard of a change for me. I already knew what it was like to work from home, but I did feel for the people who haven't because it, it is, it's such a, it's such a shock at first, but I think once you get into the mode, I love it. I think it's great. I'm so much more productive and really you can work all hours. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You can make it, you make it work accordingly for you. Well, and that's interesting too, because the EEOC at the start of the pandemic was encouraging employers to be flexible. So that was one of the main things and all the guidance that they came out with in helping everybody adjust was to be flexible. And that was one of the sort of the guidelines is get away from your eight hour day because it just isn't, it's not going to work, especially for those parents who found themselves all of a sudden homeschooling their children who never thought they'd ever be doing that. Oh yeah. But not to require, you know, that traditional nine to five mindset because those people could still be productive, even if they had to, you know, take a few hours off in the afternoon, you know, do what they had to do and then go back to working. So absolutely. I honestly, I can find myself after eight o'clock, I get, you know, 8 PM, I get so productive. Sometimes I'll get so productive that I'll look at the clock. I'll be like, Oh my goodness, it's 11 PM. But I get all my proposals and all of just like my secretarial type of work that I have to get done. My administrative stuff, I get it all done and I just power through it. Everyone's already asleep. I get my stuff done. It's great. You know, back in the day, uh, a lot of companies use the row system and that's what ultimately it was. It was, it was, Hey, you work 40 hours, you figure it out in the seven days that you want to work. I first was, um, Oh, introduced to the idea through Harvey's, the uh, seatbelt bag company. They oh, make the yeah. seatbelt purses. Yes. They they had been on the road system and I did an interview with them and had met the owner. It was very interesting. And he had said to me, the productivity level is unbelievable of his employees and that every employee worked over 40 hours because they could work on their own time when they wanted to anytime between seven days a week. And he said it was unbelievable how great it was. And of course, I'm sure they were paid their overtime. For of course they were. Yeah. Okay. Of course they were. I had to throw that in there. Absolutely. So <laughs> I think that's awesome. And it's a great testament to this concept. And I yes. think it, you know, it's, I love that. Okay. 
I trends. Let's talk about trends that we can look forward to seeing in this sort of health and wellness sphere. You know, I think mental wellness is, uh, it's, it's important. It is a trend, but I, it's a trend that's not going away. I, it's all, you know, again, it's all circumferencing. It's all of us. We need to look at wellness as a whole and that it's not just what you eat. It's how you think it's how you speak and not only how you speak to others. What is your internal talk? What are you saying to yourself? And so that type of an education in wellness is so important. So we're doing a lot of classes, uh, in mindfulness, uh, a lot for stress and anxiety right now, because if we can help with stress and anxiety, that's going to make a big difference in your internal talk as well. And it's going to lower your everything from your blood pressure all the way to your anxiety. And uh, I think that's, that's going to be a trend. We're going to be seeing a lot of mental well-being uh, classes and mindfulness classes. That's awesome. I think that's great. Anything that encourages that Mental wellness discussion in the workplace. I am 100% behind. I think it's a conversation that's long overdue. Absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing an uptick in, uh, in corporations asking for meditation, but we're not doing just that. We'll just say like a 30 minute meditation class. Mm -hmm. We're incorporating some breathing exercises, some mindfulness conversation to it. Then with doing a short portion of meditation to really introduce someone to, to meditation and how to utilize it throughout their day but not take a full 30 minute class of it. So we're trying to add more, get more bang for your buck, the best way I can say it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about health and wellness in the workplace. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. And most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12 hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals but I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. If you enjoyed today's show, do this. Share us, like us, give us a review on your favorite podcast app, it means a lot to us, and it ensures more people tune in and raise the bar at workplaces everywhere. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with wellness expert Kelly Lamb about health and wellness in the workplace. So, Kelly, let's let's break it up, employer-employee, because we like to talk about both sides of the equation here at Workplace Perspective. And what should employees be thinking about? with regard to health and wellness in the workplace? What they, what they personally feel they need to be a healthy human, a healthy employee. What is that? Do they feel they need more fitness in their life? Do they need more guidance with quick, easy meal planning? Do they need uh, stress reduction? And what does that look like for them? 
do they need better uh, working with, you know, wanting to be able to work with more of their team and coming up with some type of like team building ideas that are fun and engaging? Do they just want to have fun and have a virtual happy hour or do something along those lines? Because wellness dollars can be utilized for that too. And so there's just different, different things like that. Employees should be asking, what will make me be more happy in the workplace? Our tagline is be happy, be healthy. And so that's really a question. What do I need to do to be happy and be healthy here and work? That's great. What can an employee do if their employer doesn't have a health and wellness program? Do you have any suggestions or? Absolutely. You know, there's some great online opportunities. I love YouTube. If you go onto YouTube and look up just any type of, there's meditation courses, there's uh, great quick exercising. I, uh, if you ever just want to do something, you're like, oh, I want to do a quick arm workout. You can find a five minute arm workout that you don't even need weights for. You could do weightless. You could use soup cans if you wanted to. And there's just so many things that you can find on the internet. There's great people to follow on Instagram, follow the whole purpose. We give lots of tips and and ideas of just keeping mentally well and physically healthy. Um, And also ask your company if they don't offer a wellness program, ask your HR because there are, there's ways that they can incorporate. Like we said, there's wellness dollars and those wellness dollars, if they don't get used, they just expire and and they go away. So companies have the advantage to be able to take. And wellness dollars are through the their insurance carrier or yes, something it's else. Yes, the insurance carrier. The okay. insurance carrier offers wellness dollars. Back in the day, it used to have to do it for BMI, fat measuring, you know, cholesterol testing. Nowadays, it's wellness as a whole. Like I said, and it's exciting because they they hire companies like myself uh, that come in and can do a whole gamut of different types of wellness courses. I love that. You know, one of the things that uh, I was thinking as you were talking about is even if someone were to, if so a company that didn't have that sort of a thing, didn't have a health and wellness program, and they were creating their own as you know, at your suggestion, which is great, the YouTube and the Instagram and all that, that's something you can take back into the office with you though. So if you get called back into the office, um, that's something you can take with you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and to touch on something that you said earlier, like the reminders, right? Pop reminders on your phone. I have a reminder every hour, hour and a half, depending on the day it pops up. And that's my reminder to either get up, go take a walk, because you can take a quick walk around your office, you know, walk around the cubicles, whatever it be, uh, get up, go drink six ounces of water. What are just things like that? Quick reminders while you're in the office, just to do something that's good for your body. Yeah, it's interesting. So employers in California are required to provide a 10 minute break to all employees based on the time that the, the amount of uh, hours that they work. And I think a lot of people think, well, what am I going to do? I don't smoke. So that used to be the smokers thing, right? Oh, 10 minutes. So they're living for that 10 minutes to rush outside <laughs> or the smoking right? And now there's anything wrong with that. But I think people who didn't do that were like, well, what am I going to do for 10 minutes? I'm going to get up and go, you know, what? Yeah. Reminds me of the friends episode when Chandler stands here at the water cooler and talks to everybody. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and like, if you're not into that, you're not going to do it. But, but I it's think true. Go is... fill your water bottle. You know, all of us right. now are carrying our Yetis, right? So that's a great time to get up and drink your water bottle and then go fill it up because then you're drinking your water and you've got it. I try to, I have my Yeti. Literally, I keep my Yeti next to me all day long. <laughs> and I try to drink, I try to fill up at least four times a day. Six is my goal, but sometimes that doesn't happen. 
but just fill it up and drink water, drink water. Cause it's great. Not only for your body, but it's good for your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think now we're starting to see, at least I'm starting to realize you could do a lot in 10 minutes on the fitness, on the fitness side. So fitness, meditation, all oh, that kind absolutely. of stuff. Some breathing exercises. Yeah. We have, we have arm workouts. Like I said, that you don't even have to use weights and it, they're like three minute classes and you actually, your arms hurt afterwards. You can totally do it. Stand up in your office and do some squats. <laughs> you can make it happen. And right. nowadays no one looks crazy at you because pretty much everyone's <laughs> doing it. <laughs> and take, like when you're taking a phone call, take your phone call standing up. So you're not sitting, you know, just the act of standing up is going to, you know, bring some energy to you. That's great. Those are great suggestions. Okay. Switching now let's put our employer hats on. What should uh, employers be thinking about in this environment? Obviously, what can we do to keep our employees happy and healthy? I mean, again, there's our tagline, but it's true. What can we do? And is it giving more lenient work hours? Is it providing, you know, wellness classes, whatever it be? Wellness, I think sometimes gets scary for the employer because they don't know exactly where to start. But, you know, a brand like myself, we customize every program and it's not expensive. We can create these so cost effective. They can be recorded. Your employees can utilize them at any time. It's not scary. It's really easy to do. And like back again, you have the wellness dollars to do it on. And it's, it's fun. Once you get going and once you see the activity of the employees engaging in the classes, you just want more of them because it's really fun. It creates this great camaraderie. And if I'm an HR person and I'm sort of stymied about what to do, there are, if I contact my insurance company, is that a resource for creativity or is there someplace else people can go to get ideas about health and wellness programs like you, your company, of course, and we'll have that information on our website, but are there, are there online places where people can go to get creative ideas or is the insurance company a good resource? The insurance company is a good resource. Uh, they will help direct you with ideas because you'll have your broker that will be able to talk you through and who tend to work with companies like myself. Obviously our website is a great, um, is a great location, but there's also some great articles. You can literally just Google wellness in the workplace. Mind Body has some awesome articles on it. Time Magazine. I mean, every magazine has covered it and they just get, they do give some great ideas and just good directional points of where you should start. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. And I think employees are really appreciative. My company did a, um, at the start of the summer, they did a couple things. They sent everybody a package of wonderful spices oh, nice. to kind of promote you know, cooking and healthy stuff. And then they did a online cooking class. I um, love it. Which was fun because I'm new to my company and it was a great way to meet a bunch of colleagues that I hadn't actually had a chance to see because I don't go in the office all that much. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was really wonderful. We, it was a great We thing do, a, do a Taco Tuesday class where we work with a, a taco chef, uh, the owner of Wahoo's Fish Taco, and we make the tacos together. We do another one with a company called Gracie and Gray's where we teach everyone how to make charcuterie boards. I always laugh because you see those charcuterie boards on Instagram and then like I'll go to make mine and it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> why can't I make a salami river? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, funny. so she literally teaches everyone how to do it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can look like an Instagram famous charcuterie board. But it's fun. And, and everyone gets their grocery list and their grocery gift card and purchases all their stuff. And we do it together. I think that's great. That's really great. 
All right. Well, you have given us so much great information. As we wrap up the show today, is there anything that you'd like to share? Some cautionary tales, words of wisdom, your thoughts for the future? Oh my God. You know what? Just do it. Just do it. Just get in there. (laughs) Enjoy it. Please mental wellness for me is number one, because if you have a a healthy mind, then you're going to have a healthy body. So when working with either employers going after wellness, um, wellness, uh, programs or employees looking to have wellness programs for themselves, please keep mental wellness in mind. I think it's, it's, it's top of mind. It's so important and it's just going to make a healthy body. I love it. I just love it. Thank you so much, Kelly, for uh, joining us today. I really appreciate it. Again, you've given some wonderful information to our listeners and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Teresa. I appreciate it. You can learn more about Kelly by visiting her website at www.thewholepurpose.com. That's thewholepurpose.com. You can also connect with Kelly via our website at workplaceperspective.com. I also want to thank our listeners, my radio angels, James and the Nave at Night, and Workplace Perspective's team extraordinaire, our engineer and producer, Paul Roberts, our associate producer, Melissa DeLacy, with music provided by the very talented Stephen Versaloni. Thank you all for joining us on Workplace Perspective. And until next time, keep raising the bar.